Welcome to Rogue Finances. I'm Joe Holberg, and next to me is uh, my steadfast co-host, Sarah Clem. Well, wow, I've gone from amazing <laughs> to steadfast. Hey, you, you fit a lot of adjectives, <laughs> but I am the uh, founder and CEO of Holberg Financial, and you're listening to Stories of Personal Finances for Millennials by Millennials, and they are bite-sized topics designed to have a big impact. Um, Sarah is the Director of Expansion of CHARGE, a women's health and fitness organization that liberates women from the elliptical. And we want to talk about what you want to hear about. So make sure to submit your questions and podcast ideas to podcast at holbergfinancial.com. And we're here today, as always, in our podcast studio at 1871, Chicago's entrepreneurship tech hub, high above the Chicago River, where we had the following conversation, which happens to be on your credit score. Yes. Uh, and this is, I think, one of the most confusing and least known topics in yes. personal finance. I see commercials about it all the time. From from whom do you see commercials? Um, Honestly, like, I don't really remember. Their branding is not that good. No offense to anyone who works for those companies. This, but this anonymous company. It doesn't even deserve a name, apparently. I don't even. Well, it's like, it's, oh, God, the Kroger, the commercials <laughs> are so Kroger. And I know there's no uh, Kroger's in Chicago, so it's like, um, it's like Kroger is just like an, like it's like a grocery store. Yeah, I know what Kroger is. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's like I a, mean, a, like Kmart. Or there something. are people who've never been to Kroger before. Yeah, yeah it's like a Kmart. It's well, like, a lot of the Krogers ended up closing as like Target got a little more popular. Whole Foods yeah. came in, took out. It's some like a Jewel Osco. Like that's yeah, yeah, what Kroger yeah. is. It's Jewel. Yeah, and, and down in the south, it was Piggly Wiggly. Yeah, uh, was the but sword. so you see those commercials? They're mm -hmm. obviously super like homemade shot commercials. Yeah, it's, it's, it's like, like a car dealership or something. You know? Exactly. There was this one guy, Terry Hanks, back in Michigan. And Dom Terry Hanks, and he, he would like be riding a horse with like shotguns. And it was this oh. whole family riding around with guns. And this whole thing was, you know, come by our cars. Presumably, we have guns. Uh, you know, I, I don't know. It worked. He, he's, he's been in business for like 35, 40 years. Great. Great uh, for him. Yeah, good for him. We anyway, said no tangents. <laughs> no tangents. We're trying to stay on topic. But uh, anyway, so, credit scores, bad commercials from this Horrible company. commercials from, you know... TripleCreditCheck.com. Oh yeah, yeah. All uh, of those websites. Yeah, there were there were a ton of bad ones. Which, for the sake of not, you know, having our listeners and our viewers go to it, uh, we won't say it. But um, there there are new ones that are much better. Okay. Um, that are also simultaneously they're and Mint free. does it for you for yep. free too. Mint.com. Uh, but you, you have your... to be able to log into your account <laughs> yeah, to which, see it. Which, which was I've a learned. previous struggle uh, for, for you. <laughs> we're, we're still trying to rectify that. Um, <laughs> but at the same time, you can get your credit score uh, for free now, which you should not pay for your credit score really ever. Um, mm -hmm. I, I don't think anyone needs to pay for their, your credit score. You can get it. Credit card companies are starting to give you your credit score. You've got Mint.com. And then one of my favorites um, is Credit Karma. Uh, oh, so that's one of the commercials. I've oh, seen. okay. So they they may have some sucky commercials. Um, I think they're they're decent commercials, but at the same time, they need to do a better job to get people like Sarah uh, remembering their name at least. Credit Karma. Yeah, yes. I've totally heard of them. Yeah, I always tell people. Well, they always tell you like on the commercial, you shouldn't be paying for this. Like it is free. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. it genuinely is free. So I think and, that's uh, part of what makes them seem so Kroger. Is I'm like, okay, uh, why are you telling me that you need to be free? 
Yeah. Slash, how are you paying for this ad? Well, and and that's the the best case. Uh, the the best thing to point out is it it is free to you. You will never have to put in your credit card information. Which if a website you know trying to get you a free credit score asks for your credit card information, that's the first red flag. Like it's probably not a legit site. I yeah. have not seen one that is legit that makes you put in your credit card. How do they get your score then? Um, well, they don't. They use your social security number, and so that you have to put your social security number in to get your credit score okay. anywhere. There's no avoiding that, but at least you shouldn't have to put in your payment information. So you'll know you can never get charged. Correct. And okay. so then the question becomes, well, you know, if it is free, how are they actually making money? And the the way they make money is, you know, a, a site like Credit Karma and even Mint.com, they're servicing ads, right? Mm -hmm. Just like Google, just like Facebook, right? You get on their site and you see deals, yeah. right? They're paying uh, the, the advertisers are paying to put those in front of you, right? Mm -hmm. um, so that's the first. It, you sort of have to sit there and say, like, all right, I'm going to get on Credit Karma, and I know I'm going to see a great banking deal or a, a new credit card that has more points and more mm -hmm. miles. And, like, of course, these are all tricks to get you to sign up. Mm -hmm. As long as you don't go clicking through and signing up for five credit cards a month, like, you're going to get to use the service for free. Okay, right. good to right. know. And this isn't even hitting the credit score itself. And so um, the the thing is, like, how the, the place to start is how many digits is your credit score? You know, what three. is the – Yeah, it's three. It's always three. Um, <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, I was so, like, yeah, I know it, it. Is that a trick question? And then the next question is, you know, what is the range for your credit score? What are the maxes and the mins? Zero to nine ninety nine. Well, that would or, <laughs> that's the maximum three digit range for sure. But uh, the cr the credit scores generally have a low score of about three hundred or three fifty, uh, and a max score. I can just like hear the commercials in my head of like. <laughs> Do you want to sing it? Mine's about a six forty. <laughs> I just remember watching me like we're, I don't even know what that means. <laughs> well, well, but you see the guitar. guy. He's like, have you checked your credit score lately? Mine's about a six forty, and I'm just like. Okay, cool <laughs> well, for you. One of the one of the new ones is a, a woman checks her score on like a park bench, and her friend says, "Oh no, don't check your score!" And she grabs her phone and she whips it in the the lake. Why? And, well, and her friend, and then of course they do their their value proposition, their pitch. Why did you do that? My score is free. No, it's not. Yes, it is. And they and you know they and talk they, about oh, credit yeah. karma, and, and then by the end, the the friend walks over and gives her the phone and says, "Sorry for throwing him in the water." You know, credit karma. This is, is what I'm talking about with it. Yeah. Kroger commercial. Okay, fair enough. Well, I, I think, you know, if somebody they does They should pay this, us for this. Yeah, yeah. This karma, one, this you one need one. to send this off to yeah, them. Send, send us some some free cash. Uh, maybe maybe if somebody hears it, they're going to they're gonna think highly of our podcast and, you know, reproduce it and, and send it out to millions of people, which we already have millions of listeners. So, you know, oh, we don't have that oh, problem. Millions, Duh. Um, we really have about, you know, probably 12 listeners. They're, they're a faithful cohort um, and they, they love us. Uh, but yeah, small contingent. Swag is on the way. <laughs> swag, swag is on the way. You submit your ideas to podcast at holbergfinancial.com, of course, <laughs> and you know you're bound to get a response at the bare minimum. So that's at least got to be an exciting prospect. But anyway, let's talk about credit and and essentially, you know, just some couple points here because it is super confusing. But really, your credit score is a very important number, but it's a game, and that's what I don't think people realize mm -hmm. is is it's a game in building your score 
And if you play the game right, you can actually have a high score. But if you make silly mistakes because you don't know the rules of the game. I think I've made a few of those mistakes. Yeah, and I, th I think we all have, right? Because it's not like we were born with a preset knowledge about about, yeah. about the credit card game, which is important, but probably one of the least fun adult games to play, right? Yeah. Um, so, so I think there's only a couple things to say about winning this game. The, the first one is you should never miss a payment. That is the first rule that to the game. That was the big rule I missed. <laughs> what and did, what happened? I missed a few payments. My credit card score changed. If you want to share, you don't have to tell us what it started at and what it ended at, but by how much <laughs> That's did the it... That's problem. I still can't log into mid, so I still <laughs> don't know how many. Well, it was really good before because I was yeah. I'd never missed a payment, and yeah. then... For some reason, I thought, like, just as long as you paid off a little bit, it was fine, but it's not. Yeah, and this gets to, you know, some of the next rules. But, um, you know, even if you can't log on to your Mint.com account, which, you know, has been a, a running, a running issue for Sarah here. Yeah, by the time we film our next our record film, you know, getting all my media types mixed up. By the time we make our next podcast, you're definitely going to have your, your uh, Mint.com. I will share, yeah. I, I hope so, but... Um, you know, you can still check it in like Credit Karma and all these other mm -hmm. websites. Um, I, I I don't tell anyone to go to anything other than Credit Karma or this other one, the annualcreditreport.com, which is the only federally sponsored um, site. You can't get your score there, but you can get your report for free. Um, so that's a good place to check it. What's the difference between your credit score and report? Well, the, the credit score itself, the three-digit number, is going to be the, um, the algorithm and the formula that actually takes all of your data and gives you that score. Right? Mm -hmm. They have to calculate it somehow, and it's based on your data. The credit report is the summary with the data itself, right? You have a Discover credit card. It has a balance of 1,000. Your credit limit is 5,000. Therefore, you know, you're using 20% of your available credit. Mm -hmm. It'll show you your payment history and a bunch of other information. It'll show you like your address. It'll show you, um, you know, if you have any. Um, what is the point of even getting that? You already know all that information. You, you're, the point of getting your credit report is to verify that it's accurate um, because the, the Federal Trade Commission, um, which does research around credit scores, they, they actually found that twenty up to 25% of credit reports have errors on them. And so, I mean, even if you don't have an error now, like yeah. in the next 10, 15 years, you're likely to have an error. And those are the types of things that they look like real data, but if they are, in, in fact, uh, inaccurate, those are the things that can drop your score. Um, mm -hmm. And if you get a surprise error the day you go and apply for a mortgage, you know, that could be the difference between the best rate at the bank and a bad rate, yeah. which obviously then, you know, that, that can have tens of thousand dollars of impact on your financial life. Um, so this is, you know, one of the cases of monitoring your credit score and understanding how to play the game. Okay, let's play. Yeah, so, so I mean, in terms of playing it, um, I think the first thing is you have to proactively manage it, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, you have to go on to your credit card's website and get it if you get it for free. You have to go um, use something like Credit Karma, which they have a cool app as well. Um, and so you can, like, log in. They'll shoot you an email and mm -hmm. say, like, hey, your credit score changed. That's, like, 30 seconds of your life once a month. Like It's a little more if you can't log in. It's a little more if you can't log in, but that's I, exactly what happened. It did. Yeah. It told me it's like your yeah. credit score changed. Like mm -hmm. this happens, you know, every time you miss a bill type thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, 
Yeah, so don't miss bills. Make sure you can log in. Once you overcome these two large hurdles. <laughs> making bills. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, so yeah, the, the paying the bills, um, if you miss a payment, we never really discovered how much yours dropped, but I've, I've seen people's credit scores drop anywhere from 50 to 100 points from one missed payment. Uh, and, and so they can be pretty significant. The other, the other big thing, I think, in terms of playing the game is there's this thing called credit utilization. Um, and essentially, uh, it's the total amount of your balance divided by your total credit limit. Mm-hmm. And so let's pretend you have a $10,000 credit limit. Mm-hmm. They suggest uh, having your credit utilization be at or below 30% of your credit limit. Okay. And so 30% of 10,000, of course, is 3,000. So if your balance goes over 3,000... They're scared. They get a little nervous and they'll, you know, your score may reflect that by dropping a little bit. Yeah. And so not everyone's got a $10,000 balance. It gets even a little more hairy. Let's say your balance is 1000 or I'm sorry, your um, your credit limit is 1000 instead. That means if you're... Over $300. Yeah. Holy heck. Yeah. And, and totally. like a lot of people will spend 400 or $500 on a credit card and then pay it off at the end of the month. And everyone's like, oh, well, you know, my balance at the end of the month is under 30%. The the nuance there and what a lot of people don't know is they can recalculate your score at any time. And so even if you're making a full payment yeah. every single month, you still might be getting docked because you're using more than 30%. And and the 30% and do you get docked a little bit if you pay the minimum too? Well, you don't you don't necessarily get docked per se for paying but you're just the minimum. Paying more than you really need to. Yeah, so it's like, all right, let's let's pretend, you know, you have that $1000 bal- um, credit limit and yeah. you have a $100 balance at the end of the month. That's 10% utilization. Yeah. Right? If your minimum payment's 30 bucks and you make it, that's fine. They don't care. No. That, that's oh. not going to matter. I mean, you're going to get charged interest and potentially fees. The finance charge. Yeah, which yeah. you should care about. But mm-hmm. but the credit score industry doesn't look at it and be like, oh, my gosh, they paid the minimum. We think this person's <laughs> an awful person. However, if we go back to that same example and you have a credit limit of 1000 and your balance is 900 and you're making minimum payments, that's, of course, going to negatively impact your score. Got it. Yeah, because you're already above this 30% utilization mm-hmm. rate. Um, so I think I think that's part of the game is, you know, understanding these these couple of basic rules um, to, to actually get your high score. The ironic thing, and I think this is like a last sort of tip, um, a lot of people are like, oh, well, I have one credit card. I pay it off every month. I've never had any other you know, forms of credit or debt. Um, so I must be doing well. Uh, and, and one of the counterintuitive um, ways to play the game is you actually might have a lower score because you're being so responsible in yeah. having only one card. And so ironically, a, a lot of the strategy in terms of building your credit score is to potentially get a second or a third card because it's giving you a... Um, larger sort of credit history with more lines of credit, mm-hmm. which they like to see more data so they can get a more complete p- picture of you. Whereas one card, somebody might sort of scoff at that and say like, hey, nice job paying off one card, but we don't know how you behave with other forms of debt. And so ironically, you can actually have a low score because you're more responsible. 
That's so interesting. Yeah, that, Thankfully, that was... I'm not responsible, so I think they're <laughs> yeah, probably like, yeah. this girl is trying to get it under control. <laughs> yeah. It is It is not a wholly inverse relationship, although... Um, so, but once you do, you know, start to feel like you're controlling your card, maybe that's time to add a second one. Yeah, and, and the, real, the real litmus test there is, you know, are you paying off your card in full each month? No. And <laughs> she whispered that. <laughs> a lot of us. The the average American has uh, $8,000 wa- oh, in credit card debt. I'm nowhere yeah. near that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I do, honestly, like, I get really close, but what is it, like, why does the, the card lag so much? It shows up, like, three or four days later. So, like, when I am, because I try and pay it off almost, like, weekly. Oh, yeah. But That's so a- then I get kind of like Mm -hmm. messed up because I'll think I had paid off most of it and then it'll be like a hundred dollars over from the last week yeah oh you just mean in terms of like the time you swipe to the time it shows up yeah like why is not an instant thing (laughs) I don't know I I I mean it's it's just literally technological uh, barriers so that's honestly I would be amazing at credit cards if it wasn't for that interesting I mean (laughs) The alternative way to look at it is you're you're generating your own spending whether or not it shows up within one day or three days. Yeah. And so it's it's not like you're sitting there saying, oh, if it showed up instantly, I would have stopped spending, right? No, I think I might. Maybe, maybe. <laughs> I really do check my scores. Of, I check how much is in there or like how much I have yeah. on it. I'm like, oh, yeah, you can easily spend. Yeah. You know, you can go out tonight. And then I look at it the next day. I'm like, Oh. Three times as much. Like, <laughs> well, here did that? Oh, I where, forgot where you went the, grocery shopping. Yeah. Like, and and it was three days ago when you went grocery shopping. And, yeah, and so like, I just oh. kind of forget about it. <laughs> I forget that I went and bought food. Hopefully, you don't forget that it's in the refrigerator. Um, <laughs> I often do that. I uh, that was oh, not like a, a, a slam against you. It's I I will go buy food and then you know I like keeping the vegetables and the fruit in the drawers. Um, but there, you can't see it. And then nope. you're like, oh, man, I wonder if it's still there. And I discovered that I had some food in there uh, last Didn't night. did it smell? No, no, because I, unfortunately, short-term memory, uh, it was only a couple of days ago that I put it uh. there. <laughs> so it wasn't, you know, many weeks, although that does happen occasionally <laughs> for obviously worse uh. than, than better. Yeah. Um, but anyway, uh, the, the, the credit game itself, um, once you, the... A couple of things to close on. The average American is at 692 for a score, and that's actually not a very good score. Um, anything under 720, you're sort of on like marshy ground, right? It might be okay. s- like semi-stable, but you could slip down real quickly. Um, and so I think 720 is a great initial benchmark to shoot for. Mm-hmm. Um, and if for anyone that's already at 720, the next one is 750. And 750 and above is like, you know, this this special, you know, place on, on Mount Olympus where when you're at 750 or above, creditors will bend over backwards to like give you the lowest rates, give you the best deals. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and this has real monetary implications in your life, right? If they waive a $100 annual fee because you have a sweet credit score, um, you just won 100 bucks, right? Yeah. Like that's pretty cool. I want to uh, get to Mount Olympus. Yeah. I'm going to go check my score right now. Yeah, well, you you need the login information first. I'm just going to go to Credit Karma. <laughs> yeah, and and Credit Karma it takes like 
probably two minutes to set up. You download the app and you get a notification, your score changes, and you just take 30 seconds a month um, to make sure that it did not go down, right? And then if mm-hmm. it goes down, you, you sort of sit there. So and, stay above 720. Yeah, get to 720, stay above it, um, and then definitely try to work to 750, like especially if you got something big coming up like a car purchase or trying to buy a home um, or even, you know, going back to school or something mm-hmm. like that. Like all these things. Shoot, your job, they, they actually look at your credit score now for a lot of job applications. Wow. Which rightfully or wrongfully, people have gotten rejected from jobs because people look at their credit scores. That's crazy. And so now even employers are using it as a, a metric of your employability. And again, is that right? I don't know. Is it wrong? It, it seems a little more wrong than it does right. Um, but it, until somebody makes some legislation and makes it illegal, like they're they're free to do that. Yeah. Which is pretty crazy. So. All right. Well, <laughs> that was a little politically charged towards the end. Uh, yeah. Maybe. maybe. <laughs> legislation. <laughs> legislation. Policy. All right. Policy talks. Thank you, Joe, and thanks for <laughs> listening to Rogue Finances. We hope you enjoyed listening as much as we enjoyed talking. To learn more about Rogue Finances, which is also the title of Joe's new book, which you can find on Amazon in print or digitally on Kindle, check out his website at holbergfinancial.com or follow us on the Facebook and the Twitter. We <laughs> will talk to you next time. Oh. Ah! Ah! Ah!